Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain. We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with them stories. Facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the Masters of the Nerdiverse. Welcome to Masters of the Nerdiverse, where we always have such sites to show you. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. And as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, and now even Amazon. Alexa has picked us up. So if you have an Alexa machine at your home, just say, I need that Nerdiverse, and I'll pop it right up for you. It's actually the coolest. It's the future, ladies and gentlemen. We're inside the actual future. I'm happy to bring back to the show one of our crowd favorites. This man needs no introduction, but I'm still going to introduce him. Beer Business Brill's own Darren is in the house. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Turn them shits up. (laughs) (laughs) Turn my mic up. Yo, we in there. Absolutely. So how you been, man? Uh, Good. Busy as always. Just, um, you know, kicking ass, taking names later. Hey, straight up. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm all out of Altoids, bro. It's time to get it cracking. Is it at least a bubble gum? gum? I, I wanted to think it's Major League Chew, Big League Chew. Whereas, like, that tobacco, it's a fake tobacco <laughs> they would give to kids to brainwash us to actually chew tobacco later. I never knew that, actually. Yeah, man. I remember back when I was a kid at the bowling alleys, you could just buy cigarettes from, like, a vending machine. Oh, yeah. With just money. You yeah, just, yeah. This is the roughest, dude. Like, that's back before they understood what emphysema was. Yikes. <laughs> You're just like, smoke cigarettes and put hair on your chest. Okay. Perfect. So... I'll take this opportunity to go into our weeks. Sound effects, ladies and gentlemen. And before I go into our weeks, I did want to give a shout out for our new intro. I pushed, put a, put together a new intro recently, trying to have the podcast do bigger, better things. Shout outs to uh, YouTube Beat Master, the Beat Lord Phoenix, for letting me use his beat. Find him on YouTube at M Phoenix M. That's P-H-E-E-N-I-K. M's on both ends. Like McDonald's or if you were feeling fancy, McDowell's. You know, if you if you get that coming to America reference, that's the joke. So <laughs> hopefully you're feeling that intro. Just can't leave that alone, can you? Coming to America is a, 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 was a house staple growing up. I couldn't, <laughs> it's, it's too perfect. It's the perfect comedy. I can't think of anything more supreme than uh, coming to America. 
In fact, I would just start quoting it for the rest of the podcast and just call cut. But nah, that's not right. interesting. Nah, that's cool, man. It's okay, all right. it's all right. All right. <laughs> you saved me. You, you, you saved my integrity. All right, cool. Um, I guess I can go into my week real quick. Just kind of go over real what what I've been up to. Very much same old, same old. Still playing that damned injustice two, electric boogaloo. I can't, I can't shake it. It's, it's kind of the worst, man. It's, it's, it's like Destiny players. You know, people who play Destiny two and hate themselves for it. Well, at least you're playing that and not playing Marvel versus Capcom Ultimate. Oh man, that is on the docket. I don't own it. I will not say I own it because you, you need to give it up. Dude. I can't like, condone you, you need, their you actions, need, you need man. To, uh, thank you. At least, you, at least you have enough conscience for I that. I can't condone. We're going to get into it later, but <laughs> I can't condone their actions, dude. It's, like, it's the most black and white I've ever felt about a thing since high school prom. <laughs> you know, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, uh, no, but not. yeah, damn <laughs> infinite. Uh, still playing Justice Two. Still on the gear hunt. Still playing Raiden, Lord Raiden's in effect. He's a pretty interesting character. I swear, it's like every time they want to add a rushdown character, they automatically bring in a keep away character, which is always a funky balance because I'm not really a keep away guy. I like I like rushdown characters, you know what I'm saying? So eh, he's all right. I'm just playing him because I'm trying to level him and scratch that completest itch that I always have for these types of games. Uh, speaking of games, one other game that I've just been raving about the last couple of days is the evil within two mm-hmm. i've been playing that um have you had a chance to crack that one open just yet nope but i do plan on getting that actually tomorrow yo get in there man like i'm not going to spoil anything but it's a pretty good survival horror game it's i actually i haven't checked to see if evil within the first one is it on sale yeah. I think so. I think okay. I think you can find it on, on sale, Steam. like on GameStop, on Steam, definitely yeah, on Steam. Steam. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? I, I don't. I, I can't open my PS4. Oh yeah, that's right. It's literally. <laughs> it's like the Shroud of Turin. It's it, you know, it's like that box in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. You open it, your face just melts. Just to give you guys a little context, I have. Um, I'm one of the few people in the world that actually have a 20th anniversary PS4 that I purchased, um, pretty much almost by accident. Yeah, three years ago. So uh, we'll we'll get into that later another time. That's but, a damn beautiful damn machine that you can never touch. Of course, it's like a Noxunamun from the Mummy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if if the Pharaoh finds one spear right. on the golden crevasse, it's over. <laughs> but yeah, all I'm gonna say about the Evil Within Two is is that it has the game itself tricked me, like in regards to what it actually does, and I'm I just I'm gonna leave it at that because it's it. It, it switched it. I didn't you think mean mechanics-wise? Mechanics-wise, oh, like the way it's okay. set up. Uh, I expected one thing and got another, which made me extremely happy, which is why I've been kind of digging into it every night because right. it's, it's really, really good. So I definitely recommend playing that when you get a chance. Uh, and for those who like survival horror, for those who like Resident Evil 4, uh, Dead Space, uh, games like Eternal Darkness back on the old school. Oh, man. Uh, GameCube, GameCube, one of the best horror games of all time, in my opinion. This is right up its alley. It's kind of like The Matrix meets Session 9. If you've ever (laughs) seen Session 9 before. That's that's all I'm going to say. It's a funky mix, but man, this game has my heart. I haven't been this hyped for a horror game since Dead Space 2. And I love Dead Space too. Wait, are you? Oh, okay. So I I thought, so we're just forgetting about RE7. (laughs) <laughs> RE7, dude. 
Mm. All that, all that hype you you had about that game. You I mean, it's, that? they're two different kinds of fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like RE7 is like a is like a, a a tilapia, and this is more like a big mouth bass. You know Dude, what I'm saying? That, I caught this one. The the opposite is what that was just back in January. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. No, Whatever. I'm I'm not going to contradict myself. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Seven is a good game. Don't get me wrong; it's fun. I liked. I I, I enjoyed it, but to compare it to uh, Evil Within 2, it's like to compare Fallout 4 with, let's say, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow, you're going to go that far? I'm All going right. that far. Oh, okay. It's, All right. It's a different beast. It, they do different things, you know All what I'm right. saying? So. I can have my uh, pep- I can have pepperoni pizza, but at the same time, I'm going to order some wings. That's how I would consider it, you know. Carnivore <laughs> Squad, let's get it. Hashtag Carnivore Squad. Let's let's uh, let's make that a thing. Yeah, let's make that viral. Let's make that viral. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to steal it immediately. I'm going to go on YouTube. It's going to be a bunch of guys flowing to to uh, Carnivore Squad. Uh, other than that, I'm still watching My Hero Academia. It's the best anime I've seen since ever it's captured my brain if you haven't seen that check it out all i'm gonna say is stain stain is the coolest if you know what i'm talking about if you don't watch until you know because i will vouch for this anime and say it's the next naruto or the next bleach or dragon ball maybe not bleach bleach broke my heart but anywho uh (laughs) but my hero academia is beastly all it is is it's naruto mixed with the x-men which just is come on, it might as well be called Master of the Nerdiverse, the anime. So, a little bit of everything. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm just all in, uh, you know. Plus ultra. Um, sadly to say, I'm still watching The Inhumans and Gifted because I need to understand these two. Um, ABC's Marvel presents The Inhumans, and Fox presents the gifted eh, they're all right there's something i just need to do i just i'm gonna watch the first seasons and be over with it are you familiar with any of those two shows darren um no don't be yeah <laughs> just don't be it's like it's like watching gotham you're just hurting yourself it's just i, I couldn't get into gotham no n- no one can that's the problem it's just gotham is the worst but the best i i've equated it to modern day uh, Adam West Batman. You got if you look at it like that, you can enjoy it better. Then it, it's just a silly show. So um, for all them Gotham heads, I'm not hating you for loving it. It's just you have so much, so many other things you could do. You know, you can like write a book. You know, go go have, go get some chili cheese fries. Other than watching that show, just do it. Live your life. You know. Anywho. That's all I've done this week. Um, how'd your week go, my uh, good friend? Um, it's been okay. Uh, I, again, I've been on this, the uh, brewery circuit just trying to get some stuff done. I, I actually, yeah. um, I actually uh, just got done filming Oktoberfest and the first uh, birthday of Cybergy Brew Rooks in Torrance. Nice. Okay, they, how did they, those go? They, they were great. They did the same day. It was pretty uh, intense. That's uh, cool. I got one video up of uh, Zemergy Brewworks' uh, celebration, and I'm still working on Strobe Premium Ales, uh, Oktoberfest, which was the same day, back-to-back. Cool. Uh, something coming up, uh, I want to say tomorrow. Yo, you know, peep it. You know, if you like beer on any molecular level, you need to follow this man. Yep. You know, he's, gonna, he's not going to steer you wrong. 
Oh, yep. Just go ahead and uh, look me up on YouTube, Beer Business Bureau, or on Twitter, uh, at uh, Beer B Bureau, or on Instagram, Beer Business Bureau. I know we're supposed to save the plugs for later. That's but fine. Whatever. You know, it's this opportune time. This Might is well a free-flowing podcast. Whatever yeah. you need. <laughs> the, app- the opportunity struck. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, so other than that, um, I, I actually, um, on the video game front, I uh, I played uh, Battlefront Two. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, I, that was the that was absolutely phenomenal. Wow, um, really? Yeah, I, I, it's it's a whole lot more substance than the first one. Plus, it's, that's good to hear. It, it feels a little bit more balanced. Mm. I mean, a lot, a lot of people were, were talking about you know we're really shaming the whole uh, you know hero system, right? Um, meaning. Me in the whole cards, the, the revised card system. If you if you play Battlefront One, then you know um, how the card system works. Right. This time around, it's it it, it has it's quasi pay to play, but it's not pay to play at all. Actually, okay. Yeah. What it is, what it is, you get certain cards, um, kind of like a, a daily like a like lottery, kind okay. of like how Battlefield Four is. Right. When you get like a you know. Uh, get like ran- not random suitcases but you get like certain suitcases uh like in that way mm-hmm. but um yeah and the hero system is actually a lot better than battlefront one mm-hmm. it, you don't have to you know rush bum rush to get the coin to get the hero that know. was the worst it's man. the absolute worst because uh, some people spawn right next to it or some people never, spawn a mile away yeah, and will yeah, never get to play exactly it. which was me but right yeah, but <laughs> which anyway, was all of us yeah. man. And, and and anyway um yeah, it's an overall solid game. I, I'm really. really I, you have a lot more heroes. The maps are a lot bigger. The the flights, the flight, space flight, space battle dog fights are way. They're just way more intuitive. That's what I needed to hear, man. Cause, yeah, because like I mean, it it still kind of has a battle, uh, you know, battlefield four kind of feel, like, mm-hmm. where it's still kind of cryptic. But if you played the first one, you, you pretty much it's like a fish out of water. Speaking well, of fish which, in water, sorry. Uh, I was gonna save it for the news, but did you hear about EA? Um, closing down visceral shit they just closed oh. visceral and like and crashed the uh star wars 1313 game that they were making wait, they're just gonna wait. restart the whole thing no i didn't hear this this wait, is very recently really yeah uh ea closed visceral uh studios these are the guys who've made so many great yeah games that's just that, that, are, that were currently the shittiest... idea ever right <sighs> so okay. they're gonna right. they're gonna make Start whatever they're gonna take whatever was left of Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and make it a shield box pretty much for random loot crates and microtransactions, and it kicked pretty much everyone who was on this on the actual project off. And they're pretty much starting from halfway. So okay, so I'm I'm a little confused, and I I, I thought Disney canceled thirteen thirteen a long time ago. No, I'm sorry, not thirteen thirteen. Yeah, okay, that's, uh, okay, that's a whole different game. There was a new Star Wars game coming out, uh, that was shown at E three. La- oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It wow. Was, so they're gonna they're gonna can- they're canceling this new game, and that's the one that was um, being headed by the old um, uh, director of the Uncharted games over at Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. She came to EA. I forget her. And I think her last name is Hennig. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Hennig. I think I may be getting that wrong, but what no one knew what this game was. We saw like a, a quick shot of it with a storm troop with a stormtroopers and a star destroyer, and it looked cool, but. Apparently, we're never going to see the finished product of whatever she had planned because EA just got the bright idea to dis- dismantle and close one of the biggest, uh, one of the best, I would say. Thank you, Windows. <laughs> I love you so much. You can edit it out later. 
Of course, no problem. <laughs> I may just let it rock. This is guerrilla podcasting, yo. But yeah, anyway, but yeah, but yeah, but like, but going back to that, you know, EA, they're, I mean, you know, like they're they're starting to become the, they're starting to exhibit the scumbag behavior of, yeah. of uh, what's that, um, uh, Activision. Mm-hmm. I'm slowly starting to see it. I don't I mean I, I don't like it, but it is what it is. I mean I, I which is going to be what I'm going to get into next. Actually, I actually played the uh, free weekend of. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, really? How was and, that? Uh, as you would imagine, right? Garbage, garbage, but, but, hot, you know, but, hot garbage. Okay, let me let me just give you a little quick rundown of my system. I yeah. have I, I I have a custom PC. I've got a Ryzen uh, Ryzen seven seventeen hundred that's clocked uh, three point seven gigahertz. So that's you know top of the line clock speed because it matches the eighteen hundred X by by AMD. So it's it's definitely a beefy process. It's a beast, right? And beast, I have dude. a 980 Ti, uh, Nvidia GeForce 9, GTX 980 Ti Yo. that's clocked, you know, about that's clocked to 1400 gig, you know, 1. 1.4 gigs. So you can and, run real life pretty much. Well, here's thing. the thing. Here's the thing. I can run and I play at 4K, mind you. I right. play and play because I have a 4K a 4K television. I use as a monitor. This game. No matter what kind of fucking settings I put it on, <laughs> I, I can put it on low with super low textures and it still runs like shit. I cannot, if I play it at 1080, I can play it in full HD and still, like, it'll still suffer. I can get, I get, like, I can play with low uh, textures, low resolution, uh, low Yikes, uh, environmental effects, and still only run at maximum, like, 45. You sure this FPS. wasn't made by Bethesda? Man? No, sure? that's what I'm saying. Look, dude, I can run Fallout 4 easily what? at 4K 60 frames. <laughs> right. But I can't I can't fucking run this piece of Why shit. Why is it so like, poorly optimized? Because man. I have one word. One word, dude. You already know it. Activision? No, not Activision. What? Um uh God. Um who who makes uh, the same assholes that make watchdogs? Oh, um, Ubisoft? Ubisoft, yes. I, I See, that's how much I hate them. I can't remember their name. Oh, they, anyway, them who shall not be named. Ladies yeah, and so like the, the, the whole point is the last time I spent money on any Ubisoft game was uh, Watch Dogs back in 2014. Wow, yeah. I, I actually pre-ordered it. Yikes. And, that, and we all know how that went down that game for PC was, usage. That game was hot. Hot shit. Yeah. So like <laughs> it was just a, flame, a flaming turd. Yeah. When it first came out, I was actually I actually had I was running uh some uh some Radeon's uh some Radeon 280x du- and dual setup. Anyway, um that was the last time I ever spent money on an Ubisoft game, and it's what this game Wildlands is what three years from that. Pretty much. So yeah. So yeah. Like you would think there would be some innovation in between those times. It. it, it, it no, Forget innovation, just <laughs> you know, non-lazy programming, and that's all that's, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's lazy it's, programming. It's extremely lazy programming. That's all it is. My machine is no slouch, folks, but I cannot run it on full HD with low textures and still get above forty-five FPS. I'm, I'm just gonna, saying, man. I'm going to go out on a limb and think it's not your machine's oh, fault. Of course, I'm going to go out on a limb. If I can run a, if I can run that humongous twenty-two gig beta right. for a Star Wars Battlefront four K sixty frames, why the hell can I play this game? See. And this is the main reason why I have the hardest time going over to the PC Master Race. (laughs) When I put a game into the system, it runs. It just runs. (laughs) We're we're pretty gone from the days where you have Fallout 3 crashing your your PlayStation 
you know, three every five seconds or New Vegas crashing every two to three hours. So or, what having, I, or having that that auto save glitch where you go outside and mm-hmm. the game just goes into a boot loop and just won't you know load up. The yet. game literally throws you in a Groundhog's Day <laughs> quasality loop where you can't leave until you literally unplug your system. Yeah, it even it even locked you out to the point where you couldn't go back to the home screen. <laughs> oh, those were the good days, man. You say, oh, it froze. I guess I can get a soda. Oh, God. The absolute worst. But it seems like you had a lot of highs and lows. In regards to video games this this week, yeah, I wish I'd, I wish the beta had come after the, you know, wild hot shit, right? But you know, um, hey, but, you know, Battlefront was was very Battlefront Two was very very. I saw satisfying. people streaming it and it looked pretty rock awesome. solid, especially playing as Darth Maul um, as one of the hero characters is just absolutely. I mean, he's definitely OP, right? I mean, a lot, I mean, but all the, the hero, point, all right? the heroes right now are very OP. Yeah, like in the beta. Darth Maul for sure, man. Like it basically, like you can you can withstand bolt hell and still get a whole bunch of or you know bolt yeah hell and still get a, a shit ton of kills. Yeah, I saw someone so, playing as Ray uh, yeah. from the Force Awakens, and he was just mowing through cats, yeah. man. Oh yeah, it's super yeah. nuts. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so good times, good yeah. business. Absolutely, the weeks were had. <laughs> in, indeed. Uh, so let's take this second to actually go into and handle some news. There was a news week. It happened. The world kept spinning. Even though every day I wake up waiting for Apocalypse and just Ken Shiro to be outside my door, you know, fighting, uh, you know, Mr. Hart, you know, just be, the, you know, Fist of the North Star just going on. That hasn't happened yet. But until then... Movie movie stuff happens, video game stuff stuff happens, and this world keeps going on. I'll take Tetsuo from Akira instead, but okay. Well, the thing about Akira is that if as long as you're not in Neo Japan, you're straight. <laughs> you still wake up the next morning like, what happened to Japan? <laughs> a nuclear a nuclear bomb went off and imploded the city. Sucks for them. I'm here in Neo Canada. You know, yucking it up with my Gundam. <laughs> Don't you know? Did you, hear, did you hear about that? Like how um, in every version of Gundam, Canada's destroyed yeah. Oh, by, yeah, by a meteor yeah, or something yeah, crazy. Yeah. Neo, Neo Canada lasted for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> like six Gundams just fell into it and made it explode. That's the worst. That's hilarious. Uh, this week was a lot of trailers this week. A lot of like Marvel is so... It's so uh, savage, dude. Like, did you hear the... Do you know the actual... Uh, <laughs> this is the funniest news. It's not on the docket. It just I saw it this morning and I just laughed. You know that Marvel's The Punisher, mm-hmm. right? Do you know its actual oh, release date? Yeah, it's going to be on the same day as, as DC's uh, 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 Justice League. Yeah. yeah Fun we, fact. <laughs> uh, Marvel's... What was it? I think the same day that Batman vs. Superman came out was the same day that like Marvel's daredevil season two yeah, came yeah, out yeah yeah come on that's kind that, of rough that, that how is that rough that that you take your opportunities where you where you take you see the critical spot you use bats you use bats and you look for the weak spot that's how you do it i mean yeah but i mean geez don't, that's kind of crazy look, dude look, look, like look, i get it it's it, business i'm sure someone from marvel saw a screening of <laughs> batman versus superman and said yep that's it. That's, That's it. it. Strike while the iron is yep, hot. Yep, exactly. Cats are going to go home, go home so salty <laughs> from this movie. They're going to just fall in our laps. I need something yep. cool comic booky to, to check out. I, I have I have no sympathy. 
No sympathy. Whatsoever. Honestly, I want I to be honest, I want DC to succeed. Don't get me wrong. I want them to succeed because you can't have growth without competition. You know, iron sharpens iron. So I want DC to succeed. But do I have any faith that this movie, Justice League, is going to be good? Hell no. No. <laughs> no. What's bothering me is, is that I may have to go see it just for the podcast. I don't want to give it money. I really don't because they haven't earned that. That's why you have a movie pass. You know what? Let's go into that. MoviePass.com. This is a real loose plug. Uh, got the movie pass. People are like, what the hell is that? It's a uh, a subscription service where you pay 10 bucks a month, and you can see any movie you like once a day, every day, forever. <laughs> I have to check it out. You know what I mean? I'm thinking the first movie I'm going to use it with is either Thor Ragnarok, or maybe I'll go see It this weekend or something. Wait, you still it. haven't seen It? You still haven't seen I It? I still haven't seen It. Okay, I'm not going to talk shit because I still haven't seen it either. <laughs> what? Get out of here. I guess we both have to go see it at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so I may use it to go see that, but definitely the movie pass looks super cool. We'll see how it works. If I go up there and I have to spend 20 bucks to walk in, I will let you know the next the next podcast. <laughs> it's bullshit, y'all. Bullshit. Make a, uh, make a whole emergency podcast the very next day. I will make a podcast up there. I'll just bring my stuff <laughs> and just do it from the lobby. <laughs> while, while drinking a $13 Coke can. Dang, I hate movie theaters so much. Ugh. If I can just watch it from the house, I super would. I guess that's the future. Well, that that's what they were working on, remember? Some time ago. They yeah. Were being, being able to stream it from the actual, the same day. Well, I guess you can still do that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it depends. Like, big theaters are not feeling it, though. They're trying to put yeah. the... They're trying to put the uh, the brakes on it, but it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's only a matter of time, because people will spend double the admission cost just to not have to rub elbows with humans in a theater, right? Ugh, speaking of the future, let's talk about the future ultra-high-tech African city of Wakanda. Let's talk about that Black Panther trailer, bro. Yeah, you're, you're jumping ahead, but all right. Like, let's do it. Like, like, right, you just um, make, let's mix it up. Let's, you know, okay, so I've seen I've seen the, the first trailer. I haven't seen the, the brand new one. Right. So you got to fill me in on this one. Uh, brand new trailer. It's pretty much just a lot a lot of bit of what's already been shown, mm-hmm. but a little bit of extras. Uh, they looks like they delve into the city of the dead, where that's. Oh. You, I think it's that's what it is. It's like a weird palleted. It's like for you know two seconds. There's a trailer, right. but it looks like it goes. It goes to the place where Black Panther goes to commune with older back Black Panthers. You know, since the beginning of time. Right. And for those who don't know, a lot of Black Panther lore. I'm a Black Panther is simply the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, a la Bret Hart. Uh, Wakanda's the best. Black Panther doesn't lose. He's he's sm- he's smarter and richer than Batman. He has all the tech, and he mixes it with magic. So he's pretty much like if Batman and Doctor Doom had a baby with Wonder Woman, that's what Black Panther is. And just throwing some, uh, throwing some like some Serena Williams, and that's Black Panther is. Just, it's the most. Williams. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the most. Mean, don't you mean Danny Guerrero? Ah, Danny Guerrero from uh, Michonne from. Um, Michonne Michonne's good too, and she's in the movie for that matter. Yeah. Everybody's in this damn movie. So, am I hype? It's Black Panther. Come on, man! It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the the movie of the year. A one. And this is coming from a year that's gonna have an Avengers film coming out at the same time. Yep. People are gonna show up to this film. Black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Because the director is legit, the cast is legit, 
The trailers have been on point. Marvel knows what they're doing. And they're letting these directors sometimes do what they want to do, you know, and as long as it sticks within their Marvel, uh, I would say, tapestry, they're pretty cool with it. So the new trailer was hot. You got to see some Michael B. Jordan do mm-hmm. some some real active shit. I'm happy to see him in a villain role. I don't think I've ever seen him in a villain role before. So, yeah, because we all know what happened when he played a hero, right? Yeah, man, he was played Creed. Or he played the Human Torch in Fantastic yeah, exactly. Four. Exactly. The let's, movie that shall not be named. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Just give it back to Marvel. <laughs> give Fantastic Four back to Marvel. Just do it. Or just, just forget about it. No, like, like the first family has to be it. around, dude. It's not the same. It feels so empty without them. You know, the first family has to be there. I can do without the X-Men. You know, kind of. Kind of. Like, keep backpedaling. Go ahead. Keep the backpedaling, backpedal. Can you hear it in my voice? Keep, keep, yeah, like, if, if I had to choose between the X-Men being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Fantastic Four, don't it's like, say it. it's like don't, choosing don't my children. Even, okay, yeah, good. It's, I'm going to say it's like choosing my children, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Otherwise, Darren here is gonna, just going to deck me with his iPhone. <laughs> How dare you keep Gambit away from me? <laughs> I will slap the taste out your mouth. Oh, man. Jeez, speaking of, about tasty things. There was this tasty Star Wars trailer that launched. Yeah. Did you check that I one out? I did check that one. I saw that actually uh, last week. Oh, I, so, so I have actually been reading up or listening to some, uh, you know, not podcasts, but YouTube, uh, I guess, YouTube casts. Right. About potential theories about, you know, um, you know The Last Jedi. Right. Uh, particularly about, um, uh, why is his name escaping me? This is so bad. Which um, one? Kylo Ren. Well, his allegiance is actually lie right and all that also uh and just the idea that luke um and luke and ray will actually team up with kylo ren yeah and of course i took it with a grain of salt but then when i saw mm. this trailer right you know, i'm kind of thinking like, holy uh, crap that's uh you know what i thought when i saw this trailer immediately i just thought of the first four seasons of um the last airbender <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the color palettes. <laughs> you know, it just looks like the last Airbender, and I have a strong feeling that it's that's going to be the conclusion. For those who watched the last Airbender, which is one of the best American animes ever created, in my humble opinion. Oh, uh, oh you're talking about the anime, not not, not the, the film. Movie. Okay, thank God. No, thank no. I was, I was I was that was a nervous no, laughter. No. Just you're like. <laughs> <laughs> You no longer can podcast. <laughs> you 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 just been revoked. No, the godlike anime, dude, or yeah. the American anime. So it's like Ray is Aang, and you know what I'm saying like uh, Luke is the grandfather that kind of helped steer him in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And the trailer just feels like it just told me the whole movie in a weird, in a funky, weird roundabout way. Because we all know it's going to end on a, end on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Allegiances are going to be set. One way or another, and I mean, one way or another, it's going to just fall the way it does, and then we're going to have to all sit around and wait for episode nine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how to feel about the trailer. You know what I mean? It's the look cool. I mean, race training. Let's get it. Yeah. Luke's in effect. He seems very reluctant to do anything, but like, but mope, mm-hmm. which I think is a cool. I like the reluctant, you know, master. I've always liked that, like just that trope. You know, I don't feel like I don't want to train anyone. I'm not suitable to train anything. And then Ray's like, nah, bro, you gotta do the galaxies at stake. In the one of the theories, the same theory that I was um, saying just now, um, 
in this theory, they were t- they were talking about how Luke um, said that Ray is more powerful than he ever could have imagined. Right. And that they need to get her training like underway right away. Yeah. Because like it, I think something into the effect of like him, her being more powerful than Darth Vader was when he was Anakin Skywalker as a kid. Wow, really? So yeah, that's what they're, and so like he wanted to get control of that right away, quickly before. So I mean, yeah. so that's why also like with the whole reluctance thing, mm-hmm. you know, trope in the trailers, like in the trailer. It's making, I mean, there's, there's conflicting information. So I, I take, yeah. again, I still take it with a grain of salt. Like, if, if I had to put on my tinfoil hat and kind of think about, like, how this could, could rush, I think that by the end of it, once it all shakes out, there's not going to be any light or dark side. It's yeah. going to be a nice, even gray. Yeah, and, and hopefully the gray Jedi. The gray Jedi emerge. Come to effect. And I think Luke is kind of like, you can't have just light. You can't have just dark. No. There's no, only Sith's. Thinking absolutes, right? right exactly. But then the same could be said for Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. So I think you know Luke kind of understands that Ray is a next level Jedi practitioner, or at least Force sensitive mm-hmm. uh, being, and that if you don't get a lid on that, she can just be as easily swayed to the dark side. But then again, she hasn't shown any real traits of dark side, kind of like ambition, right. or rage, or. And usually the whole, the whole reason why they would train the Pad- the Padawans young because young you know children don't really have issues just yet, so it's a lot easier to sway them to the light right. than someone with baggage that can be easily swayed to the dark. Exactly. And we don't. And for all we saw in the Force Awakens, we don't really know a lot about Rey. No. Nope. If you really think about it, very very hints that you know that she could be you know uh, Ben's brother. Yeah. I'm sorry, sister uh, rather. Okay. Sorry, sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she could be Han Solo and uh, and Leia's daughter, love child um, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing whispers that she may have Palpatine blood, that she may be part of that bloodline, which yes. is why Ray, which, which is why Luke could maybe be so scared to to take her on. Because mm. it seems like Scott, I just want the Skywalker story to be done. Kind of, I want them to go in like a Knights of the Old Republic, just a completely different. Do a thirty-year jump, and let and let new stories be told. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of over the chosen one, like Skywalker lineage. Yeah, I get tired of that trope. Chosen one trope is really annoying. You know what I mean? And that's it's the so biggest 80s. trope in, in so, movies. It's so eighties, right? It's like the one true Christ allegory, right? Yeah. You know, so I'm uh, porgs, porg, porg it up. If you don't know what a porg is, don't look it up. It's a stupid marketing created creature. To make your children want to purchase pork paraphernalia, don't fall for it. Actually, just buy three. I mean, it's Christmas. Why not just do it? Uh, <laughs> so the Star Wars trailer looked dope. Uh, one other trailer I wanted to talk about was the New Mutants trailer. Yeah. Yo, did you check that? I just shit checked out? it out before I got here. Actually. Oh my god! So, so what? I, so I have, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Like so what? It's like fresh. Exactly. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Like I mean, you know, and again, like with with. With um, with Marvel, yeah, I'm starting to to sense a theme, a pattern going uh, on here, mm-hmm. and I like it. Yeah. Um. So, but I, I do have a couple of questions. I, I so yes. at first I thought that 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 the Doctor that was that was on the the trailer. I thought that was more McTaggart, mm. but actually it's the Doctor Reyes, right? Yes. Yeah. And then uh, there's Wolfsbane and and Sunspot. Wolfsbane's... I thought I thought Sunspot was actually Pyro, but it turns out of course it's Sunspot, it's Sunspot right? Because yeah. we're doing with the New Mutants right. and. 
the blonde was actually magic, uh, Claus's yeah. sister. Yeah. So I wonder if that actress is going to have a Russian accent. Probably. I hope so. But this trailer, dude, it it's monumental to me, just a trailer, mm-hmm. because it takes the superhero genre into a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. And for those who haven't seen the trailer, check it out. It's spine chilling. Like, they do it to the backdrop of um, Brick in the Wall by yeah. Pink Floyd. Yeah. It's very moody. It's atmospheric. It reminds me a lot of The Evil Within. It's, it's it, it feels it has a horror movie feel yeah and i wonder how far they're going to take it there's this there's a quick shot of dr reyes with her face slashed open yeah that's pretty brutal for yeah. a comic book movie in general and that goes to show up the growth of the genre you know what i mean like there's always west there's horror westerns there's mm-hmm. romance westerns there's sci-fi westerns why can't that be the same with comic book film so this will open the door for i don't want to happen but romantic comedy uh comic book movies i would say deadpool kind of traced that line of romantic comedy slash hero heroics <laughs> and to see something like exorcist meets x-men right. the exorcist as it were <laughs> uh, uh it's fascinating i don't know where i don't at first i thought the idea was dumb because like kind of hearing the director talk about it and hear people kind of like uh, superhero horror film that doesn't even sound like New Mutants what run right. are they basing this on then I realized it's actually based off an actual run mm-hmm. you know um, uh, Peter Sienkiewicz one of the great artists of Marvel did a, did a run based on whatever this movie is going to be set as and I'm just I'm fascinated as hell take my money I, I'm, I'm all for it you don't have to because you have the movie pass the movie pass I can just watch it six times a week if I feel like it <laughs> Just keep at it. Yeah, that movie looks like... It looks pretty legit. We're going to have to see. Speaking of things that... I want to say legit, but it doesn't look legit. How do you feel about this title? I'm just going to give you a title. Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, and they... Again, the whole trope with uh, with tropes, I get tired of it. Like a Star Wars story or Star Wars saga or Star Wars whatever. I, mean, I get it's, it. It's so it's so like it's so branding. Out. Yeah, it's you know. I my my title, and you forgive me for what I say for this, but my title should I think it should be Solo Dolo, <laughs> or, that, or actually you know like Han Solo Yolo. Han Solo for Dolo. Yeah, there we go. No, I mean uh, Childish Gambino's in the film, so. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Why that. not? He plays, he plays Clarissian, right? He plays Lando Calrissian, yeah. which was actually one of the names of um, my friend's uh, fantasy fantasy uh, lead was called the Orlando Calrissians. <laughs> I've been stealing that from him for almost 10 years now. It's the best. I mean, why why wouldn't why wouldn't you know Glover be in that movie? I mean, why not? I mean, the kid is talented. He's trying to break into sci-fi. I have a feeling he's like a low-key next Samuel Jackson. Yes, <laughs> whatever. Take that as you will. The kid just wants to be in anything he possibly can. So he's, what? So what? You think if they ever make a, if they ever we do Revenge of the Sith, he'll play a what's his name? You don't think he'll try? <laughs> My boy, man, he's he's trying to play Spider Man. Oh, he's trying to play whoever. He's he's technically the Prowler. If you go oh, by right, if, yeah. if yeah, you go by Spider-Man. Homecoming, yeah, Homecoming. So I mean, he's a nerd, and I love nerd MCs. So. Uh, like Richie Branson or any of the other nerd MCs who can act. He's a, he's a jack of all trades. So yeah. we'll see how he handles Solo Dolo and play Lando Calrissian. I'm sure they're not going to give him a lot to do. Right. But 
I don't know. Ron Howard just looks so out of it holding that. It's like, it's like his first day of school holding up that poster. He always looks like that. What do you mean? He's been looking he, like that since he played Opie. True. He always looks kind of disconnected, doesn't he? <laughs> like, like you have to snap your fingers to get his attention. Ron, you know, we have to finish <laughs> this set. Oh, okay. I can't whistle. I want to. I can't whistle. I'm not built for it. But, well, Rogue One was okay, right? Okay. Rogue One was okay, Come right? On, man. It was more than okay. It was actually pretty damn good. It was pretty good, right? I so, mean, the, the, and the fact that they stuck with the, they 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 stuck with a better ending than how it was supposed to, end, you know, because they it was a ballsy ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it had to happen because I mean, like, where are these guys now? I, I love well, the, more more than that, but it just made sense. Period. I like, love that there was a theory going out that the actual Rogue One characters were actually the Knights of Ren. And they had this crazy breakdown of how that makes sense. And everyone was for it until the movie came out. It was like, these fuckers are dead, dude. <laughs> you can't get more dead than these than, than this group of ragtag. Really. Okay. Yeah, it's like they matched up like uh photos and artist drawings of the Knights of Ren and matched it up to the to the battle techniques of the actual Rogue One cavalcade. Hmm. And it lined up perfectly. There was a a, a big gunner. With a with a backpack and a and a little blaster like the one guy. Yeah. There was a guy with a bow staff, mm. just like I am with the force and forces with me. Yeah. And it had like Donnie a Yen. Donnie Yen. He's so Donnie Yen is so beast. Just yeah. put him in anything. Bring him back to Marvel. Just he was in Blade too. Yeah. But he died ultra hard. I don't know what Donnie Yen would do in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I don't care. Just throw him there. Donnie Yen. <laughs> he needs work. Man. I'll put him in DC. Make him like a, no, don't put him in DC. Nah, keep him in Marvel. Keep him in Marvel. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't. I hate to keep saying we'll see, but I'm really not hyped for this at all, man. Like Han Solo is one of those characters where it's like he's better. He's better steeped in mystery. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't need to know how the Kessel Run really, really shook out. You know what I'm saying? It's better that it's a lie or it's, it's truth, or you just don't know. He could be bullshitting. He's a scoundrel. That's the whole point, right? Solo Yolo. This is how Han Rolos. I want. Uh, I want it to be a red hood cup, and a, a red Solo hood cup, and then uh, someone write this, a Star Wars story on the cup. And I want that to be the poster. And I uh. want. And I want Lando holding the cup, so it could be perfect. Perfect, perfect <laughs> racial profiling. <laughs> Dude, what the heck? I want it to be a party at Moss Eisley with red Solo cups. Oh my. I want that to be the marketing. If I now that this is going on the internet, they're gonna think about it because they want to they want to tap that audience, right? Just like your, your dumb, too fast, two formers bullshit. Too, okay, well, I don't think like, I've ever talked about this on the podcast, <laughs> so I'm gonna paint you a real quick picture before we move on to the next new segment. Okay, you're sitting in the movie theater, right? You're about to go see Avengers: Infinity War or whatever, and you see a you see Dom. Or, you see Dom Toretto's black, I forget what kind of car it is. It's a charger. Black Charger pull up to a street, right? And, and it's all dark. And you see the lights of his headlights, uh, you know, turn off. And he steps out the car looking all Dom family, looking all Dom Toretto like, right? He looks behind him, and the car just transforms into an actual transformer. And the, and the, and the transformer says family. And then it rolls credits, too fast, two formers. Transformers, Fast and Furious, mashup. They go to space, y'all. 2020. Money. Dumb. So dumb. That's Very the whole dumb. point. 
Nah, I don't mean dumb money. I mean dumb as in the concept. No, yes, the concept is yeah. money, dude. No, I've already shown no, you pictures no, of people who've no, done no. it. No. Speaking of dumb, this is oh. why you stay off Reddit, man. Uh, speak. Oh my goodness, I actually sat and watched Triple X, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage over the weekend. It is the dumbest I'm sorry. movie I'm I've sorry, ever dude. seen in my life, and I went to the theater to go see Freddy Got Fingered. This is dumber than that. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. There is a scene where motorcycles are riding a wave, like a big kahuna wave, and they're shooting guns at each other while riding a wave. Motorcycles. I can't with this movie. I DVR'd it to to save its dumbness. So I can talk about it later because there's so many gems in this dumbass movie. (laughs) It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, watch Triple X, Return of Xander Cage, if you just want to burn your eyes out. I'm a glutton for punishment. Watch it, Darren. Just do it. Just nah, I'm all right. Watch the surfer, the surfer Times. Oh, man. Speaking of watching things, watch out for the return of my, the Milestone Universe in DC Comics. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, admittedly, I concede to it, but I'm not much of a DC guy. I mean, I know. Yeah. I know. You know, I, I know of a lot of characters, but the mm-hmm. Milestone universe is what exactly? Uh, the Static Shock. Okay, that's... He's from the yeah, Milestone right, universe. Yes. yes. Back in the 90s, right? Oh, yes. Dwayne McDuffie said, I just want to make my own comics that speak to me as an African-American. He created the uh, Milestone universe as a side project while working at DC. Mm-hmm. Dwayne McDuffie is also known for writing a big chunk of the DCEU, mostly the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited uh, TV shows, which honestly are the best DC thing ever created to me, outside of the original animated series. And Dwayne McDuffie made a bunch of characters that, you know, African-American men and women could relate to. Icon was their Superman uh, equivalent. Of course, Static Shock. I see him more as a Spider-Man equivalent. The everyday young man who's given this power and now has to learn how to use it. Uh, Hardwire, who's kind of the equivalent of Iron Man, Rocket, you know, she's more like a sidekick. DC is actually trying to resurrect this uh, universe that's kind of been off and on throughout the years, you know what I mean? Uh, it kind of made a weird resurgence back when, in the New 52. They tried to bring some mm-hmm. characters back, but it looks like they're really doing a strong push to bring these characters back, and I really appreciate it. Because in Young Justice, uh, Icon and Ricochet exist on that it used to exist on that cartoon mm-hmm. before they canceled mm-hmm. it. And Justice is actually coming back for a third season. Funny really? enough, they're bringing it back. It was crowdsourced. Wow, that's awesome. It's coming. So I'm so hyped for that. And any kind of representation of cultural representation in a, in majorly popular media is extremely important, especially in comics. Just get rid of Black Lightning, please. Black Lightning. Just 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 get rid of him, please. That. Uh, Mm, yeah. I'm very serious. <laughs> Get rid of Gucci this... Man, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Serious. I've always kind of felt a certain way about Black Lightning or Black. You know. But okay. Okay. That 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 same push they're using to resurrect. <laughs> yeah. They're, they they can use that push. Yeah. To put Static Shock in the actual game in Justice Two. Uh, you know what? You know we talked about this before. I had the strongest feeling that Black that uh Static Shock was gonna be a skin for Raiden, right? Ended up being Black Lightning was the skin for Raiden. Such disrespect. But I think it's actually respectful because there has to be an Injustice 3, right? Such disrespect. So why not save that character for Injustice 3? Because they're not saving him at all. I that's think that's why. the plan. That, that's, they're, no, they're not, I have a dude. feeling because I play so much Injustice, I just want to cry sometimes. 
But I have a feeling that they're going to resurrect these Marvel, uh, DC versus the Mortal Kombat versus the DC universe. Mm. There was an old game yeah. back on the PS3. The game which was kind of kind of rough. Game was kind of rough, right? Yeah. But I think rough with their the edges, up, yeah. it was very rough on the edges, but fun, right? I had a good time playing it. So I think they're going to resurrect that concept, Injustice X Mortal Kombat, and bring back some new and bring in some new characters. You know see, I mean? see. One of the problems that people had, and myself included, was that it was just kind of. I mean, it was rough around the edges, you know, uh, mechanically wise, right. you know, fighting wise. But then it just was also a little, a little cheesy, I uh, guess. You know, it, but for to counter, it's that was before the Mortal Kombat Nine era. Yeah, exactly. You know, where yeah. something happened in Nether Realm, mm-hmm. and a switch went off. And they just start making colossal game after colossal game after colossal game. So I don't know what they got different writing. Because the writing for the story mode for MK games Mm -hmm. is arguably the best story modes in fighting games. It's the most succinct. It tells a story. You play Mm -hmm. through the story. And I've never had a problem with it from Mortal Kombat 9 to Mortal Kombat X to Injustice to Injustice 2. They're all solidly written. They get people to write these things rather than Capcom who just, you know, might as well be a kid playing with toys in his living room, you know. Damn, I hate that game. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I think if they can introduce Static Shock at an opportune time to where they can actually have him at, on a on a brighter stage, let's say a CW show introduces Static, uh, but that kind of that kind of defeats the purpose because they're doing a Black Lightning yeah, show. The, yeah, they can just cancel Black Lightning. It's not. It's not. It's cancel not too Black late. Lightning. It's not too late. Hashtag cancel Black yeah, Lightning. Make, make that go viral too. Make that go viral too. Come on, guys, help me out. And bring in Static Shock because I have a question later that kind of goes into the black sheep characters. And I hate to use that term. Static is a black sheep character. He's, he's loved by so many, but he's shunned all the time. Yeah. When's the last yeah. time you've seen black uh, uh, Static Shock in, in media? You know, the, he's, the cartoon. The cartoon, which was yeah. back when we were kids, yeah, right? Exactly. So, I mean, let's bring these characters back. Let's do it, right? Uh, speaking about bringing stuff back, and I think this is going to be the last bit of news for this week, damn it, is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is trying to bring it back with new characters and new skins well, we were, for all types of money. Yeah, we were talking about that. It's, it's, they, for all types idiots. of money. They're idiots because they already had the code pre-baked in the game. Yes, they did. These characters right. were ready it's, from the jump. And it's like, it's like... It, again, it, like, can't. like we were just talking about this, it's just like it's just like Fallout Four. Yes, when they had the harpoon gun in the game mm-hmm. before Far Harbor came out, it's and the like, worst. Yeah, it's dumb. It's <laughs> the worst. I mean, when we were kids, we would play a fighting game, and you actually unlocked the hidden characters. You had to work to play as Akuma, right? Right. Or you had to work to play as Smoke, mm-hmm. or Chameleon, or Ermac. You had to actually beat the game in a certain way. Mm-hmm. To unlock these god level characters, you had to, you had to figure out certain things. Too. You had to figure stuff out, right? Yeah. You had to talk to your friends yeah. and buy game pros and all types of crazy stuff. Yeah. The golden age. Now, if I want to play as play as Black Panther, who's a character in the story mode, I have to spend four ninety nine each for a character, th- th- uh, like thirty dollars for skins, mind yeah. you. Yeah. To buy skins in this game costs thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine. To buy all the hidden costumes, which were given back in the day, I can't condone 
this kind of behavior. And, and people want to complain about Battlefront 2 being pay to play, which is not at all. Not this, at all. This, this is pay to play. This at is pay its to worst. play. If at you if you love fighting games and you want to get a well rounded idea of every character, you would be handicapping yourself not to spend eighty dollars for this game, because the game is sixty dollars. I'm sorry, ninety dollars for this game. Yep. Because the the base roster is trash. I'm not. There's a couple of shiny apples there. But overall, it's trash. It's graphically trash. It's choice trash. These new characters, Sigma, Black Panther, and Monster Hunter, look amazing. Know why? Because they put money into it. They play amazing. Their homages to the old characters is, man, have you seen Sigma? He is a love letter Mm -hmm. to the X Games. You know what I'm saying? All his moves. Which is is my favorite favorite series of the whole Naaman series. Yes, and every move is beautiful and well done. And if you're a fan, you will catch it. You'll catch the little things like his finger lasers or the way he yeah. swipes his sword or his yeah. ending quote. It's so beautiful. And guess what? You're locked behind a paywall to play as him. And I can't condone this kind of behavior. I, if I pay $60 for a game, I expect to get the game, right? And downloadable content and loot boxes and all this stuff to me should all be cosmetic. It should always all be always be cosmetic. Say what you want about Overwatch, but you don't have to spend a damn coin to play that game unless you want to look fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to charge me $30 for a costume pack where in games like, let's say, I hate to go back to Overwatch, you can just play the game and eventually get that costume if you keep at it. It's just the way the loot boxes work. But I'm not going to sit here and spend $120 on a subpar Capcom game and, and every inch of my body wants to buy this game <laughs> because I am a Capcom kid, you know, Super Nintendo, you know, Street Fighter 2 on the living room floor with my dad, kid. So much so that you wanted to use me as a proxy to get it. I was using anyone I could he, as a proxy. He was like, he, was pro- like, he was like a crack fiend. Really, you had to slap me. You had to slap some sense into me, honestly, because <laughs> you're like, Mike, this is super dumb. <laughs> I, look at it. Don't just go. Don't just buy with your heart. And. That's what they expect us to do, ladies and gentlemen. They expect us to buy with our hearts and not with our minds and don't see the and be fed this shit in a nice big giant like feeding tr- trough. And they expect you to pay for it. No, no, I can't do it. I'm going to wait this shit out until it's $40 and there's the ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite Edition that's going to come next year and I'm just going to wait it out because I'm not going to as much as it pains me I cannot condone this. This is the worst. It's the worst kind of uh, practice to to prey on a a fan base because the people who you want to buy this game are not going to buy this game. Little Timmy is not going to want this for Christmas. You know who's buying this game? Fighting game heads who've been playing fighting games since they were younger. People yep. who actually love the genre. People who go to tournaments. People who want to be in the tournament scene. People who just want to run through practice mode and get beat so just in case a friend comes over you can beat their ass you know your core demographic your core demographic doesn't really care about the costumes even though i'm a marvel nerd so if it's if it's like a if ghost rider looks like the old school western ghost rider i'm gonna geek out and buy that there is a captain marvel skin that is ms marvel you know what i'm saying it's the carol danvers Danvers, ms marvel it's so sick dude I mean, it just looks great, but 
Am I gonna pay four dollars for that? For that though, I'll watch someone else pay four dollars. I'll watch, watch someone else pay four dollars <laughs> for it. I want to play this game so bad because it looks fun. It looks the everything around it is toxic, yeah. but the game itself looks fun. So that's what's keeping me away from it. And I hate to not be able to talk about this on the podcast and say this great. This game is great. Once you get past all the bullshit, this game is great. But it shouldn't be bullshit in the first place. Like, you're Capcom. You're not some new company that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, take a page out of Arc System Works, who are making godlike games every day. Take a page out of NRS, who give you costumes as part of their patches. Right. You know, that was yeah. the coolest thing about getting a patch for Injustice 1, is that you'll just get a Bane patch. That's like the Nightfall skin right. from the 90s. Or you'll get a patch for Cyborg Superman. Right. right? These cool costumes that they take taken time to do. <sighs> Talking about Capcom just exhausts me, man. Yeah. It's kind of the worst, it's always, dude. It's always a recurring theme with our with our uh, podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's, it's, a, it's like one of the ventricles in my heart is just pumping Capcom love if it's done. I devil may cry. Oh, by the way. The Dante skin is from it's Dante from DMC Devil May Cry. Oh no! And it looks ten times oh, better than the God. than the Devil May uh, Devil May Cry three costume. How do you feel about that oh. shit? It's Dante. You know, whatever. That's what they. It's a troll. I, I, it's a troll choice. I, I just well, first of all, mentioning DMC in any conversation just gets me hot anyway. <laughs> it makes me physically but, upset. What gets me even hotter is how they really just screwed the pooch on Marvel's Capcom 3 for Dante and for Virgil. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, it looks... It, I, I just don't understand how a game that came out, what, was it 2012, 2011? Mm-hmm. Looks considerably worse model-wise than a game that came out in 2005. I just don't get it. It's because Capcom has no money. Capcom hasn't made a good game. Since the the last good game they made was Resident Evil 7. And that's because they let people alone to make the game. Mm-hmm. Fast forward behind that, the last good game they made was Devil May Cry 3. Yeah. If you want to be honest, brutally honest about it, I love 4, you know, Resident Evil 4, rather. And it's a, it's a classic godlike forever game. But Capcom has, has just been a shit show for so long that without Sony... There would be no Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, because Sony bailed them out. They gave them the bailout money, which is why Street Fighter Five is a PS4 exclusive forever. Mm-hmm. You know, because they just they've made bad decision after bad decision. They've shelved beloved characters such as Mega Man and Devil May Cry. Why haven't we seen a new Devil May Cry? Why haven't we seen a new Mega Man outside of cameos? Here's a better question, actually. Uh, and, and I'm just, this is going to be for Devil May Cry because that I'm still I'm still very angry about how they they treat him even more than Mega Man. Yeah, because Mega Man he has a, at least he has a legacy. He has a, yeah. a much larger legacy than than Dante. Damn but, right, right. But the reason why I'm I'm actually even more I'm much angrier about Devil May Cry was because after DM after Devil May Cry four, there are still a whole bunch of questions. That remain unanswered. Well, lore plus, wise, yeah, lore wise. Plus, like you know, the way the, how it ties into the the God Forbidden Devil May Cry too. It, it, you know, you're anticipating 
something yeah. really good because DMC yeah. four was actually pretty damn good. I love not, DMC not four. As, not as good as as Don't Make Cry three. three. Right. I mean, Don't Make Cry three got what? A, I think IGN when it first came out gave it a nine point six out of ten. Out of ten, yeah. Yeah. Like right off the right off the bat, mm-hmm. that game was incredible. Right. And then to see them just this, it's like they they decide to do. It's like they decide to just take drugs one night. And you know then, what it is? And then, and then just throw everything away. Yeah, you know what it is? Is that Devil, uh, DMC Devil May Cry is a lot like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite in regards to that under its engine, under the hood, DMC Devil May Cry is a good game. It's physically, when you play it, it's a good game. Uh, Ninja Theory killed it. It was very different. Yeah. Had different mechanics, but the shell, all the shit around it mm-hmm. was infuriating the fans because story is story is secondary, unfortunately, to gameplay. Game you can have the best story in the world, like shoot, heavy rain. Of course. And the yeah. gameplay be garbage and you not you get sucked out of it. Yeah. So gameplay is extremely important. But you can't just you can't let Captain Marketing dictate the story of an of an existing franchise. But here's my here's my problem though. Why did they take it out of house? Because is it, really, is it because they didn't have money? Because they didn't have money. But okay, but this is what I don't get. Devil May Cry Four sold a lot of copies. Yes, it did. It's, it, it was actually one of it's the highest. Yeah. Outside of two, funny enough. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but yet they somehow just mysteriously ran out of money. What else came out that around that time? I think Lost Planet. Dark oh. Void was a big yeah. oh, goose egg for them. That was a flop. They put a lot of money into Dark Void, and that was a big goose egg. And that came out around the time DMC was being made. So right. that plus, let's do a fresh new take it's, on Dante. I, but then they, they choose Ninja Theory. They choose fucking Ninja Theory's Ninja. cheap work. They're like, Ninja Theory then, it's like Platinum now. They're bounty hunters. They'll take whatever gig they can get. And not to knock Ninja Theory because they made they made Ninja Gaiden on Xbox as well as a super sick game. Right, exactly. But but and because they they broke up the team, Camille was already off dreaming about Platinum. Right. The thing right, about right. as Capcom is they always kill their darlings mm-hmm. before time when you need to do that. They had Kinji Inafune mm-hmm. who left and, and crashed his world with. Mighty Number, number Nine. nine yeah. They had uh, Shinji Mikami, mm-hmm. who created Resident Evil Four, and later will create Res- uh, the Evil Within One and Two, which are direct love letters to Resident Evil Four. They had um, Kamiya, mm-hmm. um, I forget his first name, but he directed. Um, help me out here. What, what, what's the Capcom stuff that Kamiya did before he left and, and did Mighty Number and did uh, uh, um, Wonderful One Hundred and One in Bayonetta? Oh. And, did he do a Devil May Cry? I think he did a Devil May Cry. Uh, no, I don't think so. Actually, that he, he I don't remember him doing a Devil May Cry. But um I, I, I get I get you, what you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like I get what you're saying. Their their talent's leaving them. Their talent's leaving them because they're forcing them out the door. They're right. saying, You've grown up. Right. You're out. We need yeah. fresh new talent. But these guys are going and doing god godlike work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Elsewhere, doing bayonettas. And Evil Within's, and I wish I could say something about Kenji, but right. and just... by, by the way, I'm not knocking Ninja Theory because because of you know 
I'm not I, okay. First of all, I, I'm a big fan of Ninja Gaiden. I've been a big fan of Ninja Gaiden since since Super the, since, since yeah well, Genesis since NES NES right. I even had the little LCD Ninja Gaiden game. Yeah, you guys remember that? Oh yeah. But anyway, um, but after I think was it Ninja Theory that made um, Heavenly Sword? I want to say yes. Yeah. When it was like a PS3 um, yeah. launch game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The game was terrible. Yeah, Heavenly Sword. Was a- after after that. Heavenly Sword. After yeah. that, like. Just, just no, downhill. Like, yeah. Downhill. They haven't made a good game since. No, just you know, and to get back to this whole Capcom. Oh, and also and also I'm sorry, also yeah. uh let's let's lest we forget Ninja Gaiden three. Oh, that was wasn't that the worst yes. trilogy yes. ever? Like Ninja Gaiden Black Sigma was pretty decent. If you like just hard games. And then you had the guy who did Demon Souls. Uh, what's his face? Um, from Software, who also made uh, uh, Armored Core. Right. Which is such... You, you can see a direct line from Armored yeah. Core to, to Demon Souls. And they're just... There's so much talent. Yeah. They're just melting out these guys' fingers. And Capcom is like, well, how do we make Infinite? Well, let's get some F- FGC guys to... Uh, to do the engine and we'll just when we're just going to trade and pass through uh and give old and give old access so you know it's just it just breaks my heart so anywho very good news week and i'm gonna take this moment to actually go into our questions if you have a question you'll have to send it to me or darren or any of our other masters of the nerdiverse you can always send those to masters of the nerdiverse cast at gmail.com that is masters of the nerdiverse cast at gmail.com. Didn't stutter this time. I'm getting better. Getting better. So we're gonna fly through these really quick for you, Darren. We're gonna fly through these really quick for me, me. And um see if we can wrap up this podcast like a nice uh breakfast ham. <laughs> what? Sorry. Mine goes weird places. All right, quick. Uh rapid fire. What's a quirky black sheep game that you would like to bring back or have remade? Oh shit, that's a good one. Oh thank God. Uh, does it have to be quirky? No. Okay. No. So black sheep game, you know, no one will ever remake that you wish could come back. Oh, I, I have one right after that. Chaos Legion. <laughs> that's such a sick game. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos Legion, straight up, dude. Straight up, yeah. That that game was so dope. I I miss. I still have it on PS on PS2. Yeah. I still, I, but all my saves are gone because those memory cards don't last very long. No, they don't. They but, burn out. No, like yeah, like that game was so. It was so, so... Really good. The, the concept of it. I think it was a Capcom game too, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. See, yeah, again, like all this fucking talent. Like anyway, all this fucking like talent. yeah, that 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 game was so amazing because of the summons, but they weren't actually summons. They were they were basically each what was it each crest you had right. Uh, we'll give you like uh, what was it? Uh, they're all named different, like crazy uh, religious symbols, like blasphemy, uh, gluttony. They're, they're based off the seven sins or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you can get Thanatos, which was the Thanatos. best, which was the best, you know, legion out of the whole game. Out of the whole game, right? But yeah, that game straight up, straight up sickness. I I, I created this question. I haven't even taken a chance to think of it. Um, if I was to bring back any game that I think will just never be remade ever. I would want to bring back a Splinter Cell like Spy Hunter. Have it be a mix of Forza and like Splinter Cell. <laughs> what the, that's got, just quirky, Rob. Dude, you you and your your your, your car crossover. No, tro- man. I mean, like I don't get. 
right. No, keep, man. Keep going. keep going. Think about it. Like, Spy Hunter, back in the day, and the Spy Hunter remake, which was garbage on PlayStation, Spy Hunter's never coming back, man. Yeah. And if you could blend somehow the stealth and maybe, uh, maybe like a multiplayer of, let's say, let's say, uh, a, uh, uh, Hitman, Hitman Absolution, right. and then transfer that into a Forza-like environment where you're racing, like, all, like it would be like Hitman mixed with Forza mixed with Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which is one of my, my the only racing game I remember playing like crazy was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. And you have like like gas like runs, and you'll have all types of dodging in and out. So I would bring back Spy Hunter if I was to bring back a game, which will never happen, sadly enough. Uh, question two: If you were a Transformer, too fast, too furious, two, uh, no, two Transformers. No, no, no. What no. vehicle slash Beast Wars uh, animal would you be? What would you, what kind of vehicle slash animal would you be if you were a Transformer? Bonus question: If you can think of a cool name. Um, it would have to be more for Beast Wars because I, I I actually have always liked Beast Wars more than the Beast Transform. Machines. Um, no, not really Beast Machines. Don't hate on Beast Machines. I, I'm not I'm not hating on it. It's just kind of weird. But anyway, oh, yeah. um, uh, oh, ah, jeez, this is terrible. Um, I can't. I, I'm thinking of a. I'm thinking of an animal. I can't think of what it is. It's not. Uh, see that there was there was Cheetor. There was Tigertron. Dinobot. Tigatron, not Tigatron. Yeah. Dinobot. Hod. Rhinox. Yeah, Rhinox. These are the best. Yeah, those toy machine guns. Sweet. Scorponok, bro. And then, let's see. If it... Jesus. Want me to go? Because I got one ready to go. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally got it. Let's get it. It would have to be... It have to be similar to um, Depth Charge, who's a manta ray. Yes. So I'm Sick, thinking like dude. Barracuda. Yo, okay. That's, uh, that's what's up. So uh, I think the name I would have for that would be, um, uh, I don't know, like Razor Wire or Razor Line or some, something like that. Yeah, um, man. I'm going to yeah. draw that later. That's going to be part of the podcast art. It's going to be our sick beast, beast machine But I want to be a Maximal because I always hate the Predacons. See, I would be a Maximal. Yeah. I hate the Predacons because they're assholes. And my animal, I'm going with on the Beast Wars side of it too because cars and vehicles have been done to death. Yeah. My animal would be my spirit animal, which is the Canadian moose. <laughs> and the name of my uh, maximal would be Alpine. Alpine, and I, all right. And I'll, have, uh, and I'll have sick guns coming out my antlers. And I'll be a tank that takes at, that draws an aggro and all that good stuff. All right, I take that back because my, my spirit animal is actually the wolf. Yes. So, uh, I so my 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 beast wars um, maximum will be a wolf, and it would be um, toothless. Yo, that's so, hype, dude. We're drawing that shit tomorrow, <laughs> dude. Toothless and Alpine can be part of the beast machines, dude. Even though that makes no sense. I want my I want my action figure. Even though toothless makes no sense, but nah, hey. man, that means you have more teeth. <laughs> it's kind of like when they call big guys tiny. <laughs> toothless will bite the shit out of you, dude. The last question. Do you remember anything that scared you as a kid that you now look back on and say, man, that was stupid? Straight up. Right off the bat. Shadow Man. 
when I was a kid. I saw the commercials for that shit. Yeah. Like, it, it freaked me out so bad. Oh, shit. And then, dude. like, one time I was in, the, in Ralph's and I saw the I saw um, Game Informer or whatever. I think it was uh, uh, Nintendo Power. Nintendo, Nintendo Power. You know what I'm talking about? Shadow Man for N64. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that, that cover was so metal, dude. When, no, but the commercial, man, when he fucking, when they, he, they, he wakes up, he wakes, I think he wakes up out of the grave and, like, yeah. Shadow Man. He just screams Shadow yeah. Man real and, hard to yeah, camera. Like, it, the was, it wasn't like a voodoo. It was like a voodoo. He uh, was a voodoo yeah. dude. Who yeah. looked like a real skinny dollzo. <laughs> yeah. But he was all black and had like yellow eyes. Yeah. Some out of a damn horror movie. Yeah, dude. That, Shadow Man. That, that shit. Fucked you up, bro. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did <laughs> terribly, man. That and also um uh Nemesis from uh from Resident Evil Three. Stars. Yeah. When I was a kid, Yo. like watching that commercial too. Yeah. Fucked me up, man. Okay, that's that's good stuff. That's good <laughs> stuff. I have one where when I was a kid, I, I, we used to watch this movie called House. It was a film. Um, um, William Cat was in it. The guy from uh, uh, America's Greatest Hero um, was about a guy who just came back from the Vietnam War, and his aunt died and left him the titular house. And of course, the house is ultra haunted. So, and there was this scene where this monster would pop out every night at midnight. And when he when he opened the door, it was this big giant Cthulhu like <laughs> fucking. <laughs> You know, like Cronenberg beast oh that would God. come out and just shoot out of the closet and it scratched up William Cat and he was out of effect. And he, he made a plan <laughs> to kill it. He put cameras around because he's like, I'm not crazy. And he went back into Vietnam mode and put on his fatigues and almost got it. So me and my cousins were convinced that if you opened our closet door at midnight exactly, you can get the monster. So me and my cousins, funny enough, would wait till the, all my parents were asleep. And we would go get like kitchen knives and and like swords and like pillows. <laughs> One cousin was on defense, I was on offense. <laughs> and we would open the closet door, terrified that one night it may just happen. And one cousin would be on clock duty, tell us exactly when it strikes midnight. And we would open the door and scream and wake the whole house up and we'd get whoopings and shit. <laughs> and this happened from like five to like ten till we stopped caring. So the movie House kind of just broke our brains, broke my brain. I love that movie so much. I'm going to have to review it one time. <laughs> but yeah, that's the shit I look back on. Like, we were so damn dumb. I have so many horror movie stories of when we shouldn't be watching as a kid. Yeah. That's for another podcast. Uh, what are you looking forward to this upcoming week? Um, damn, I don't know. Uh, well, actually, this this next coming week, I'm going to be in the Virgin Islands. Yo, so, straight up? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's hype, dude. Yeah, I have to help my aunt. She lives out there. Oh, um, okay. You're so, going to help her, like, rebuild and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Her, she lives in a cottage, like, in St. Yeah, John. Yeah. And, like, her, her house is still standing, but it's not exactly, like, you know. Where it needs to be. Yeah. So, that's, you're a good man, dude. That's yeah. a blessing. I'm sure she'll really appreciate that. Yeah. Some, you know, extra hands to help her out. Do you yeah. have any other family other than her out there? No, just it's just her. She's the black sheep of the family, actually. Mm, so, I can know. relate. Yeah. <laughs> To bring to bring, you can relate. <laughs> <laughs> I was leaving at that, damn it. But yeah, I that's man, you make my week sound like shit. You're going out and being Captain America. Okay. <laughs> Captain I America. I can't defeat that, dude. Uh, that and also, um, looking forward to Stranger Things too. Yo, that's coming, coming out. out um, soon. There's a lot of stuff coming out on the 27th. Um, yeah, which is exactly when I leave, which sucks. That sucks. But, um, that's Jigsaw's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what is it that Suburbicon movie comes out I'm not, yep. I'm, 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 that's the least I'm excited for is that the but, one with Matt Damon yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's the least I'm excited for but you know it's still on my list so. yeah check it out I mean yeah. that's what's up man what do I say to that okay um, this week I'm, I'm looking forward to playing video games and being a fat nerd <laughs> um, definitely gonna be a, a bit more in Evil Within 2 I'll have more on that next week I've decided not to get Marvel's Capcom Infinite until they get some act right. So whenever that'll be Capcom, get it together. I plan on catching up to My Hero Academia because season three is coming out soon and I got to watch all the stupid fillers. I plan on using my movie pass, <laughs> moviepass.com. Sponsor us, please. And I'm probably going to check out it or check out um, either it or, uh, damn it, what's the other one? It's our Jigsaw that's, uh, that's coming out soon. Or definitely Thor Ragnarok. I'm going to use it on that. And, of course, doing artwork for the for the podcast. I'm looking forward to designing our maximal versions of Toothless and Alpine. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a note to myself to remember those names. All right, what color do you want your maximal to be? Uh, white. White? Because like, like a white wolf. Or gray, uh, like a gray. Well, no, white. White wolf. All right, what do you want your off color to be? Because usually they're two-tone. Um, the off color should be gray. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Perfect. That's all I need to know. All right. I'm, I'm going to base it on your, on your epic beard. It's going to be a wolf with like like a mane. It's going to be a metal mane. It's going to have glowing <laughs> glowing white eyes. No. Okay. Actually, okay. I, I want I want to revise the, the, the name. Yeah. How about how about um, Fang Bang? No. Jeez, <laughs> no, dude. No, no. Um, You're going after this. What is this? Spider X? What was her name? Black Widow? <laughs> yeah, Black Widow. Jeez. Uh, I don't know. The what Fang Banger. No, 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 I said Fang Bane. Not bang, bang. Oh, not, not, not Bang, man. <laughs> like, low, ideal spiel, bro. <laughs> uh, fang Bane sounds legit, too. Well, they're not going to have names, but it's just, it's, this is all for our stupid lore and my new fanfic that I'm writing out for 2018. Oh, shit. The Return of Maximals. Oh, okay. Everyone's coming back. Oh, man, this is a good podcast. It feels good to be back. I've taken a couple of weeks off, but... Not a couple of weeks. I've taken a week off, rather. And because I'm just trying to make this podcast better. I'm constantly trying to make this podcast better. And I want it to sound better. I want our guests to have a good time. I want I want, I want to have a good time. And I'm just really happy to have you back, Darren. You're just, you're the best. You're the salt of the earth, man. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, as always, you can plug yourself. Uh, where can we find you, man? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Beer Business Bureau dot. Uh, Beer Business Bureau. Find me on uh, Instagram at Beer Business Bureau. Find me on Twitter at Beer B Bureau. Um, at, at Sign Beer B Bureau, and you can also find me on Twitter at um, Beer Business Bureau. Man, if you've ever seen Hellraiser, you want to open the Lament configuration. There's a version where Darren's there. He's going to give you the most dankest beer ever, <laughs> and you will know the infinite pleasures of of uh, of the most excellent beer with a side of hemlock with a side of hemlock you put you, th- you put it on the side of your cheek <laughs> so you do, so you maintain the flavors uh as always you can always find me on twitter or you can find masters of the nerdiverse on twitter that's at m nerdiverse that's at the letter m nerdiverse spelled out you can always find us on itunes stitcher spreaker soundcloud youtube alexa the moon with the inhumans wherever you need to find us we're here <laughs> Uh, as always, I'm your host, Mike G, and I will always ask you to take that one step 
You can't fight with me if you wanted to. These authentic, these is brown bottoms, these is Namek shoes. Hit your face with the special pain, it'll leave a bruise. And I'm lit, Kami hit me up, and we had to fuse. Look, super Namek now, I make planets move. Adopted Gohan now, that's my little dude. If my fingers touch my head, better hope it ain't too. Or you catching something special, better ask Goku. He say he gon' do what to who, let's find out though. Piccolo, you know where I'm at, I'm with them Namek hoes. Look, you be getting mad cause I got that Namek flow. When my limbs get cut off, I bet they all regrow. Look, I might just chill with Gohan, then go and chill with his mom she might just show me her thong feed her sensei beans on my palm then go and tell goku son got the sauce and it's namekian sauce cape on my back like a boss i fly like a wasp grim like the salad i toss better listen when i talk said little trick you can't fight with me if you wanted to Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.